0: Hey there, healthy listeners. Thanks for tuning in to the daily podcast from Body and Soul with me, your host, Felicity Harley. The other week, I saw James Clear speak through the Growth Faculty. He is, of course, the author of Atomic Habits. Oh, yes, you know that sensational book. It has been a worldwide hit. He was great, by the way, but interviewing him was an equally impressive woman called Holly Ransom. So I wanted to get the global speaker and author on the podcast to share with you some of her insights into how she hacks her habits and also what she garnered from James. Now, if you do like what you hear from Holly, she's up on Extra Healthy-ish where she shares how Dreaming Big led to an interview with the Obamas. Yes, not just Barack, but also Michelle. You can search for Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts. Holly, thank you for joining us on Healthy-ish. Thanks for having me. Now, I want to pick your brain about habits. You have been long obsessed with habits. Talk to us about what do they look like in your life and, and what sort of part do they play? So I think my obsession with habits came
1: from sort of an observation, probably that a few mentors made to me relatively early in my career. And there's all different versions of this phrase, but it's sort of effectively, we tend to overestimate or over index our focus towards these single ditch efforts in the hope that the silver bullet will solve it or that one significant shift will make all the difference. And in reality, we are the sum total of the things that we repeatedly do. And so ultimately the thing we have the most control over and is the greatest agent of change is actually making small shifts to the things that we repeatedly do. So I think I have always been on this obsession with kind of, you know, habits are a big part of my life, but also this piece around habit hacking. So how do I cultivate good habits, but then continue to challenge myself around, Oh, okay. Um, I asked myself the question frequently, Are the habits that I'm living and leading with still serving me? Mm. And I think that's a really useful question to ask because ultimately it's that pace around, are they heading me in the trajectory that I want? Am I on, on the way to the goals I'm after? Or is this actually a moment where I need to think, oh, no, you know, My morning routine isn't setting me up with the most energy. Or um, the way that I'm taking feedback on at the moment isn't giving me the most valuable insights that can help me to power up and power forward. So there's kind of this, you, this healthy tension between habits and then habit hacking that I try and stay somewhere in the middle of.
0: How often do you check back in with your habits? Because... You know, as you say, often we can we think right. I'm going to start a new habit, a morning routine. I'm going to get up and, and meditate, or I'm going to go for a walk, and then you get into it, and then six months later, you're still doing it. Mm-hmm. But at what point do you go? Okay, it's not actually serving me because I'm tired. I'm then rushed to get out the door. Yeah. What do you do?
1: So there are probably two parts to this. One, I'm a really big believer in kind of the end of year audit. So I kind of sit. Down. I love, it's actually a very big ritual in my life. I kind of do the retrospective on the year that was, and I think really intentionally about okay, the 12 months ahead. What do I want to achieve? How do I want to show up in order to support the way that I want to achieve? And and I think those two things are really important. Like it's not getting lost in your to-do list uh, in a goal setting sense in the absence of your to-be list. So Mm -hmm. I think sometimes my, my goal could be I want to show up. Um, you know, with great more gratitude for my life and everything I have in it this year, for example. So it doesn't need to be that it's all about hitting targets and goals. It, it can actually be about, you know, how do I want to show up in that way? So I, I'm a big believer in doing that and then casting forward. Uh, and so there's an annual element. And then what I try and do is I just have a marker in my diary for the start of each quarter of the year. And so it's just a routine with myself depending on where i am i'll go out to my favorite coffee shop in wherever city i'm in and i'll sit down and it's just an exercise of half an hour of self-reflection where i'll just ask that question and i'll journal and then there might be one or two things that come out of that i might be like oh i'm feeling pretty good but this is probably unproductive or i'd love to try something different for how i finish weeks or start them because i think i could change up something for the better so it's kind of a combo of once a year in a big sense and then kind of that every three months check in because i think we can sometimes almost become burdened by the activity of checking in and of itself, it become so cumbersome or so demanding that that's actually the part of the routine that falls yes. away and then we've got no hope of kind of <laughs> sticking to it. So I try to make sure it's not like so demanding of myself that it's a struggle even to keep up the exercise of, of tracking how I'm going.
0: Are there any habits right now that you just have to like non-negotiable, I have to do this every day?
1: exercise a hundred percent. Like, and this has been one for me that, you know, I've learned a lot about what over the years is important for my mental health. And um, I think about the idea of sort of what are my upstream habits that lead to the downstream reality of uh, how good my day is or how well I show up for people or how productive I am. And the absolute most important thing for me, and I think everyone's got their own, the most important thing is to work out what it is for you. So it's not to say, oh, I should be exercising every day. For you, it could be journaling or sketching or, you know, spending time with, uh, you know, loved ones or friends. But what's that activity I know I need to do to be the best version of myself? And mine is without question, exercise and specifically exercise that gets my heart rate up. So there needs to be an element for me. Typically, that's running. Uh, my wife and I have started doing pilates uh i think it was our our new commitment last start of last year and so we've become hooked on uh reformer pilates which has been great and a really important calibrator to our otherwise daily run uh we needed a bit of balance in that mm-hmm. routine but one of those two for me is kind of a critical building block of every day
0: now you recently interviewed the habit. He really is the world's habit guru, isn't he, uh, James he is. Clear? Yeah, that's
1: the right way to describe him. Yeah, yeah.
0: on his Australian tour. Was there anything you, because you've been obsessed with habits for a while? But was there anything you that you learnt from him, or a realisation that you had about your own habits or habits in general? Oh gosh,
1: I think with this stuff, you're always learning. The thing I find about revisiting habits, oh, sorry, topics. The thing I find about revisiting topics like this is there's always something that you need to hear in that moment. So sometimes it's about, um, you know, like when I think about James, when I first read his book, the thing I needed to hear as an A-type goal setter was you don't rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. Because I did not spend anywhere near enough time, I can't tell you Felicity, on my systems in the way that I did goal setting. I was a prolific goal setter. Um, and as James makes the point, it takes two seconds to set a goal. The reality is actually building the system to support getting there. So that hit me like right between the eyes when I first read it. Um, I think the thing that I thought a lot about this time was about the environment. So one of the points that James made, actually two things. One, one was the environment and the point around the environment was asking yourself this question, what what behaviours or habits does my environment make easy? And are they the habits that actually producing me the results I want. So this check in of sort of, you know, for example, do I need to hide the TV remote and put a book in its place? So I'm more inclined to pick up the book and read my two pages or my for 20 minutes, whatever my goal is or my my routine I want to build, versus picking up the remote and automatically turning the TV on. So this piece around how can I thoughtfully gear my environment even more to support the habits that I want. I think about that at the moment. I'm reflecting on that in the context of my morning routine. I'm certainly thinking about that in in terms of my digital environment and who I follow and even just tabs and kind of the setup. I spend so much time on my computer working. How can I design that differently to support more of the habits that I want? The second thing I thought a lot about is um, how demotivating it is when you miss a day on a habit. And so one of the things I like about James is he's got these two two rules that work together. So number one rule, ideally, never break the chain. So keep going, try and day after day after day, make them stack up, great, that makes perfect sense. But as we all know, it is just so cruddy The one day that life curveball finally throws out your 10-day routine that you've been able to sink or you've been going for a whole month, how fantastic, and you get a curveball and you can't do it that day. And then the challenge of starting again almost feels like, tenfold harder than that it did starting four be, weeks ago. Mm. Oh, absolutely. And so what I like is he pairs that rule with never miss twice. And the thing I love about never miss twice is it gives you the grace that things will happen and that's okay. The goal then becomes never miss twice. Mm. So how do we make ourselves a master of kind of reclaiming it and going again? And so that's the other thing I'm thinking a lot about is I'm, I'm can be pretty much harsh myself when I fall short of like what I want to do or expectations. And How can I reorient myself in those moments to go, okay, that happened. Not ideal, but that's okay. How do I make sure I don't miss tomorrow?
0: That's called the practice of uh, self-compassion, Holly. (laughs) I think
1: we could all get better at that.
0: I'm I'm absolutely a student of it. I'm still learning. (laughs) Thanks for coming on Healthyish. Thanks for having me. Well, there you go. No excuses. Time to sit down and hack your habits. Holly is interviewing another New York Times bestselling author. This time it is organisational psychologist Adam Grant through the Growth Faculty. He lands in Australia next February. If you did enjoy this chat with Holly, we would love it if you could rate or review it or you can subscribe to this podcast or share this with a friend. If you want more, tune in to our big sister podcast, Extra Healthy-ish. Holly is up on that. For more info, head to bodyandsoul.com.au. Follow us on socials, grab our print edition, which is out in your local Sunday paper. And until tomorrow, happy habit hacking and stay healthy-ish.